have you seen like the gifts from your knowing where you are from show up in your work recently? Like just an example so that people can kind of touch that and see, know what that looks like. Yeah. The importance of rest. Like my people Ooh. did not, when I researched about the Mende and Limba people, like we know that there was a season and reasons for agricultural growth for a reason, like seasons and reasons for agriculture. That was funny how I said yeah, that. I but you know, there's seasons. I know, I there's yes. seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this working all the time is not me. It's not me spiritually from my yes. soul. It's not sustainable being a projector, right? A 4-1 projector at mm-hmm. that. And it's also not in my DNA ancestrally from my maternal line. And my maternal, my mother's mother's line is the line that is like most controlling and protective of me. Like I am absolutely their daughter and they are so protective and loving of me that it's like disrespectful to who I am as a soul and to my lineage to be like mm. pushing and working and trying to do. It's like the balance, get your work in, enjoy and rest. And I needed to see that. I kept strategizing and being like, no, like this is what I'm building as part of the destiny. Like I'm supposed to, I don't care all the quotes, all the different work smarter, like all the different strategies. It wasn't getting into me until I saw that. Wow. And I'm literally out of lineage alignment by working and living in that way. Mm-hmm. Like it, it made a big difference. And I think that's one of the biggest takeaways of this modality of ancestral healing, of connecting directly with your lineage, is once you see it and you know the truth and what your people lost and what they want to reclaim back, like that is undeniable. There is a mm-hmm. pride in that. There is a love in that. There's a reclamation. There's a belonging that you, I want to bring that on. I'm like, okay, the women will stop being the smart women mm. and actually open up to the possibilities of life as they did before. Yeah, what do you mean when mm. you say smart women? Oh, this one's good. Okay, buckle in, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually might cry on this one. Mm. Mm. The women in my lineage had to become really smart and really savvy to survive. And... We can talk about enslavement. We can talk about colonization. We can talk about men not being able to be there to protect. We can talk about all these different things that happen. But at the end of the day, the impact was Mm -hmm. be smart, have an education, be two steps forward, be street savvy, Mm -hmm. know how to stretch a dollar around the block. That can go into the way you interacted or way they interacted with people, but also in their economics and how they handle money. It was always about being smart. Like Mm -hmm. question people, Mm -hmm. watch your back, be high alert, hypervigilant. And that created control. And when you're that controlling, God can't come in. Your ancestral help can't come in. Your logic is driving you insane. Mm -hmm. You're exhausted because you believe only you can do it because you're being so smart and so controlling to survive. And it's cutting you off. And I experienced that so much. I was like, I'm the woman in my family who's like, I'm not doing that shit. I'm I'm not going to work hard in this way right? And like a blue collar job. I'm going to go for the white collar job. I worked in advertising. I'm going to do this. I got to call it like all these wonderful things. And at the end of the day, I was only living from the neck up, yeah. not even the yes. neck because I wasn't even creative. It was really yes. from like yes. this up, yes. you know what I mean? And like a little back here. Mm-hmm. I'm doing motions around my head for y'all who are <laughs> like listening. <laughs> I was detached from my body. There's yes. less pleasure coming in. Everyone talks about faith. Like I was raised in a faith home, a Christian home, even though we were definitely black spiritualists and our our religion, our full practice. But there is no space for the universe to conspire to help you if you're only being the smart woman, if you're that attached to your survival mechanisms. Mm -hmm. So that was a big one for me. I was like, oh, it brought in like, I have to trust. I have to be open. It brought me back to vulnerability. It brought me back to you have to let go in order to, 
leave space for someone to come in, whether that's intimately and a partner, but also a team, mm-hmm. you know? For the record, I work with women of all color. Yes. And my programs are always like 50-50, white women, mm-hmm. black women, women of color, people of Latin background, mixed background, whatever. Like all of us come together and we do have these conversations. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we think that it's different, it's actually the same thing. Mm-hmm. Use the education, right? Be smart, mm-hmm. go after what you want so that you can be safe, you can survive, you can have, no matter what, you'll be protected, mm-hmm. right? And so, the, yeah, there's nuances mm-hmm. to this, but at the end of the day, it was our mothers and our fathers and our grandma, whoever, mm-hmm. being like, you can't trust the world just in mm-hmm. case you better. It's advantageous of you too mm-hmm. because you don't know what will happen. And that's there's a truth to that, but I do think historically and through different ancestral traumas that's happened down the line— that can be grossly overextended or yeah. overexpressed, mm. yeah. right? So that you have no access to the openness, to yes. the being supported, yep. to the being loved on, being unconditionally seen mm-hmm. and given to, right? And that's there's a nuance to that from a racial and cultural perspective yeah. and in language. But yeah. at the end of the day, the coping mechanism is still the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mm. belief is still the same. Yeah. And like, I actually had a client the other day who talked about this where her grandmother came through. Mm. So I always tell people, we're not working with all the ancestors. And I actually don't really care about the first five, 10 generations. Like we skip over them and go beyond so that those ancestors can be elevated to the level that you are working on and that those who from the beginning back, back, back had, right? And her grandmother slid through the cracks and was like, don't trust that if you know. She was talking about her husband at the time, right? She was working through some things around men and trust um, and being provided and having provision and protection. And the grandmother's like, well, you know, what happens every time? we Like she really came in quickly. Wow. And we were like, whoa, first wow. off, how'd you get through there? Wow. <laughs> Second, like that's not what we're here for because mm. you're going to re-inject us with what we're healing. We're wow. healing the balance of the masculine and the feminine of men and women trusting each other in our different roles. And non-binary people and whatever. Like we're not talking about, you know, right? But like, that's not what we're here for, grandma. Like, thank you for telling us and reminding us, but we are healing this. And then she was like, oh, okay. All right, I'll just go back and sit in my spot. And then we went back to her remembering what it was like or being shown what it was like to have provision and to be showing Mm. up in her full womanhood. Wow. Yeah. And do you... Do you pick apart like when it was lost? Is that helpful? Oh yeah, so helpful. To the healing? It's helpful in the sense that, mm-hmm. you know, there's a there's an understanding and awakening that happens. Mm-hmm. Like we just want to become aware and to see. So I do guide people to be like, how many generations back are we working with? Because that's, right. that's also an indication of how much energy it's going to take to move some things sometimes. Right. If they're saying it's 30 generations, I'm like, all right, girl, buckle mm-hmm. in. Like, you know, let's be watered up. Take mm-hmm. your time. We're going to space these sessions out. And then other times, you know, it can be a lot of generations and they're like, no, we've all been waiting. We're all tired of this shit. Like yeah. we're ready to let it go, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is helpful. It's beautiful to see. Like you can literally look over the entire lineage and see the partitions or the fragmentations. Mm. And then you know what you're working with, essentially. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.